<laughs> no, I'm not dressing like you. I'm dressing like the pig doll. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Duh, I'm gonna vote Libertarian. <laughs> and Jim. Robert Bowie found dead today. Today, we cover episode 46, part one of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. In episode 46, part one's title is Doug Runs. Politics. Diarrhea. Politics. <laughs> We're in there. <laughs> politics. Everybody's favorite. Well, the thing is, for an episode about politics, this has surprisingly little to do with politics and just one particularly cynical view of it. It has little to do with anything, even though this is one of the episodes where something happens in Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The world just changed after this episode, which only happens like well, once before that we can remember. And that one other time, there were no consequences for it. Yes, Stinky had kittens, and then Stinky stopped appearing in the show. Right, we we postulated that that one didn't actually happen, or that like it was some weird metaphor for Dale doing something having else. babies. <laughs> Right, of course. <laughs> the uh, cowards at the Doug Wiki have the temerity to insist that the events of this episode follow the same template in that after a thing has changed, the person oh. who has changed never appears again, which suggests a theory of change in the Doug universe, but uh, this is, involves relying on the Doug Wiki for reality, and this is a dangerous path. I guess Some stinky, of those people weren't even on the cast of Bewitched. I guess Stinky briefly a- appeared later. Like, Stinky was around uh, when they were selling the Bluff Scout bars. Stinky was hanging out was she? in... Yeah, she was, like, helping Roger do sales, right? Oh, I, think. I missed that. Like, rubbing up on the old people. So maybe that's what Tippy's doing, is she's helping... Tippy's <laughs> also rubbing up on the old people. In a matter of speaking, isn't that what politics campaigning is, folks? And isn't this episode the first time we've seen Bud Dank all season? Oh. I think so, yeah. Wow, yeah. Wait, does... And just thinking about it... And he doesn't have any he has, lines. He has zero lines. Yeah, that's how He has no lines. Huh. He's no longer Wait, dead. okay. Is Bud Dink one of the few people that has an individual voice actor? Did he quit? I doubt it. I think I, I think no he's way. the same voice actor as Skeeter. Let me double check. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay. All right. All right. Well, maybe they were just like, all right, I guess we don't want to have him talk ever. Maybe they got feedback about Bud Tink, too, and they were just like, you got to cut that, dude. <laughs> that's that's the theory for any character disappearing. <laughs> they got feedback that the character was bad in some way. <laughs> They discovered suddenly that actually Phil is the opposite of bad as he is a dad, and that's why we've had more lines for him in this season than we had in the preceding entire fucking show. Yeah, he's the spirit of baseball, folks. The funny five, Doug. The funny five. (laughs) The the funny fireball. The funny five inches. Oh my god. So this episode begins, uh, given that it is a politics episode, it begins at Mayor White's house, a place that we've never been before. Pretty humble as houses go. Yeah. He lives in a tiny ass house. 
He does. It's basically like, I think it's smaller than any other house we've seen so far. Like it doesn't have an upstairs, right? And it just, it's basically a kitchen and a living yeah, it room. Yeah, looks like, like a, a box. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the smallest house we've seen so far, which doesn't play to Mayor White's image. That's, that's interesting. It's because he lives yeah. at the office where it's a palace. That's true. That's true. And I guess everything here is like built to kind of uh, like be a, a shrine to Bob White, but isn't maybe he doesn't actually live here, right? Maybe this is just like his his guest house or like his shed or something behind the. This the, is the Willie's office. house. Yeah, this is Willie's Willie, guest this house. This is yes. Willie's name. It might be because, well, that said, there is a there is a, a a mailbox that says Mayor White and family on the mailbox. Yeah, we don't see Mayor White's uh, partner at all here. Maybe they're separated because he's kind of a jerk, right? Maybe Mayor White reproduces asexually. Maybe, because Willie doesn't look or sound much like Mayor White. No, absolutely not. We also learned this episode that Willie is the mayor's kid, which yeah. I don't believe has been brought up in, in this series, other than uh, by us on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because of our big dug brains. Right. Willie, uh, remember, dear reader, Willie is the one from uh, the, the kid in Roger's posse who always goes, duh, before he says anything, right? Just just like me. Of course. <laughs> Sam is our talk. Willie. Duh. Sam is the mayor's kid. <laughs> duh, I have diarrhea. There he is, folks. There's old Willie. <laughs> duh, diarrhea. There he is. Well, so <laughs> we're there. So yeah, so this is Mayor White and family. So I guess maybe he just has Willie. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's maybe that's why he gives Willie so much attention in this episode is because it's all he has. Maybe he adopted Willie. Maybe. He also has the constant calls from various businessmen begging him to uh, let their taxes be reduced and not call the cops on them for pouring cement into chocolate. Oh, I think if that's just Mister Swirly. I think nobody else has his line. <laughs> Mr. Swirly and the, oh wait no that's who it is Mr. Swirly's uh, wife Mrs. Swirly is unseen because Mr. Swirly has a far closer relationship with Bob White which ah, one of them gave birth to Willie I'm not entirely sure but it was one of the two of them maybe Who's Mr. Swirly is Mayor White's partner oh my god well no remember we did we remember the woman that Mr. Swirly we said heard have a swirly about the day of Mrs. Swirly but we never saw Mrs. Swirly no we did maybe they're, we maybe need, they're Polly we did see her because remember he said have a swirly day to some lady I guess it's not necessarily he said a swirly his wife. day into the depths of his house but they did not animate the supposed Mrs. Swirly they definitely did because she had the same she haircut. Had the haircut yeah yeah like, you're right <laughs> don't challenge my Doug brain he just he just says have a swirly day to everyone he meets it's kind of yeah. ah okay yeah like, maybe that's, that's like that's just a uh, have a swirly day. <laughs> that's what Willie says. Oh, Duh, that's my real dad. <laughs> Bob White never told you who your father was, Willie. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. Duh, you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well all right so we zoom in on probably willie's house uh and we see that there's like everything's labeled vote for me there's like statues of bob white that are carved out of bushes it's it's very uh uh i don't know it's a big shrine it's also very pink for some reason it's the color of the democratic party <laughs> of course pink. yeah tracks 
Well, uh, Bob White is reading the newspaper. He's like doing crossword puzzles on the back. And the front of the newspaper is announcing that Tippy Dink is entering the mayor race. And we have the return of Blue Tippy. <laughs> <laughs> just in this picture right uh-huh well no there's also another sign that has blue tippy and oh then my God. in in real tippy's house there's a pink tippy <laughs> jesus this is like that that this is like that batman comic where he dresses up in different colors of the batman suit to fight the rainbow uh shit i can't remember his name's a rainbow villain oh my uh, god did that serve any purpose or was it just aesthetic uh, I mean, as much a purpose as a Silver Age comic conceit can serve. <laughs> Extreme purpose. <laughs> yes. Right. The word no, um, but in a way that implies there's an asterisk saying, there's a reason, it doesn't make any more sense with the reason. Yeah. Uh, I've got to wear a different color every night, Robin. <laughs> oh my god. Also does mildly remind me of, uh... Like, he's now a lost uh, piece of politics lore, thank God. But uh, Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal what, oh, yeah. Yeah, a dude. certain degree of notoriety because good old boy Bobby uh, changed his name from its prior extremely Indian nature and his, like, house state portrait for the governor for him. He evidently asked them to lighten up his skin tone several shades. Oh, jeez. It's absolutely wild. His governor portrait, he's white in it. That's yeah. awful. <laughs> My uh, comment on Bobby Jindal was he's the type of guy that gets in arguments in the comments of Pornhub. <laughs> well, so are you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> he only gets in arguments about feet. It's fine. Right, I don't talk about politics in the comments. Yeah, Pornhub. you just talk yeah. about Doug. <laughs> right. Far more important subjects. I've legitimately thought about how we should advertise this co- this podcast in the comments of Pornhub. <laughs> no, rock. We should do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Geez, not it. Let's yeah. divert some of the Patreon money to that cost. <laughs> right, to hire an intern. <laughs> to post on Pornhub about it. <laughs> what a great job. Uh, well, so... Willie runs up to Bob White as he's doing a crossword puzzle, uh, and he tells his dad that Tippy is entering the mayor race too. And when he does this, White Bob White responds with, "Oh, don't worry, son. It's just another one of those election things. They have me every once in a while. Bunch of hoopla for a couple of weeks, and then at the end, I'm still the mayor." I guess there's no term limits here. <laughs> Yeah. There can't be, right? <laughs> well, that's usually the case for small town offices like this. You wrong them like fiefdoms. Yeah. <laughs> How long do we think he's been the mayor? Since the dawn of time. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I mean, it's been, I think it's been a decently long amount of time. Because remember the video in the first episode that he had produced for anybody who comes to Bluffington? Yeah, uh-huh. that. And also the fact that Doug is imagining that in the grim darkness of the far future, it is only when Bob White is about to die, he will hand off the mayorship to Doug. That's right. Yeah, he hands over the key to the city or something. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think this is, and and true, He Bob White is telling his son Willie that he needs to like follow him in his footsteps to be the next mayor later. So this is like a fiefdom, right? I think this yeah. might be a feudal government. Willie is going to grow up to be a fail son, and he's going to turn into a Twitch streamer, and then he's going to get canceled for saying racial slurs. Oh, <laughs> Duh, I just don't think blue people are really people. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
Well, before that can happen, Bob glares at Willie. But you'll know how it is once you're mayor. You do have political aspirations, don't you, my boy? This is distinct from the time that Doug's father insisted that Doug follow in his footsteps because Willie is not punished for obeying his father. Oh my god, yeah. And his father tries to support him afterwards. Yep. Damn. What also really bothers me about this segment is that like it has Willie eating and it has the I hate when people like smack their lips and it has the voice actor just smacking his lips into the microphone. It's <laughs> infuriating to me. Yeah. Why do I have to watch this hog eat? <laughs> I mean, you're a hog and you enjoy this slop. This is right. been established I, by I, I eat my own slop quietly. <laughs> And we had the hog in the last episode, who was the uh, who was the doll, right? Right, so. right. The hog doll is still I, the hog doll is just gonna loom in the back of my brain forever. Right, like it's Sam gonna be said, a recurring intrusive thought. Like Sam says, the last thing he's going to say on his deathbed is Willie is the mayor's son. Mine is going to be, <laughs> why was the hog doll there? Well, let's uh, let's have our other piece of merch be the hog doll in Doug's. <laughs> <laughs> so we so let's recap. We'll have world's best sub greeting cards. We'll have butt plugs that are also wallets, and we'll have the hog doll and Doug's clothes. <laughs> You're gonna be millionaires. Oh sales yeah, people will. The ho- sales description on the hog dog being hog doll. Hog dog. Hog dog. Being hog dog. Hehe. <laughs> got him. Also, yes, this is real now. Nobody knows why. We're definitely not. None of these things are going to say the funny papers on them. It's not <laughs> going to market not. anything. <laughs> but we're going to be millionaires regardless. Right. They're going to sell like hotcakes, but our viewership for the podcast will remain exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect branding. All right, so they, they, Willie tells his dad that he's like, whatever, Uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to be in politics because I just got nominated for something at school. And we find out that he's been nominated to be the treasurer for his class, the class treasurer. Do you guys, do either of you know what a class treasurer does? Absolutely not. not. Goddamn thing, as far as I'm aware. In an elementary school. <laughs> yeah, you don't hold elections in an elementary school to begin with. Like, uh, this is, again, this is absolutely a high school thing. And even then, a high school treasurer, your thing is you have this much money to spend for whatever dumb thing student government's allowed to do. Why isn't it class president? That's an actual thing that people are hand for in my high Because school. they wanted to do the dumb gag of... No, Willie was nominated for class president or class vice president. Oh, he was yeah. nominated. What a good joke. Yeah, the, the entire episode could have had better stakes if they didn't want to do this one joke. <laughs> That's the entirety of Doug. Yeah. Well, let's be real here. Who the fuck would have voted for Doug for school president? I voted for Willie. Right, no, that's right, because they got to establish that Chalky is forever class president. Yeah, Chalky has been the president of the class for eternity, and honestly, Patty is probably the vice president for eternity, but she should probably be the treasurer just because she's the only one who has any idea how anything is run. All right. Well, so Bob White is easy, like, well, whatever, you're not going to be president, but treasurer is all right. And he says, I'm going to devote my entire election committee to help you win this race. 
And then he picks up the receiver to a phone that is not plugged in, but actually has the right numbers on it. So the first real phone we see in Doug is not plugged in, but it works. That tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> we'll take your opponent by storm. You know, I feel kind of sorry for the loser who's running against... By the way, who is running against you? Doug. Oh, yeah. It's Doug. Doug Funny. And what do you know? When they say loser, you know it's going to be Doug. <laughs> Doug. Oh. Well, we cut to uh, Skeeter and Doug painting posters for Doug's campaign. And some of them include phrases like vote for Doug, Doug for class treasurer, and we like Doug, and Doug can count, so count on Doug. <laughs> Doug is not illiterate. Do not believe the slander of his accusers. <laughs> yeah, he's totally, we know he's illiterate, but at least he can count. Maybe that's, the, maybe that's the poster. It says, we know he's illiterate, but at least he can count. Doug has never been a slave. Do not listen to his sister. <laughs> All my homies say letters suck ass. Vote Doug. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, the writer of this episode was also the writer of the best Doug episode. Uh, Doug nope, nope, for a day. nope, 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 the worst episode. <laughs> anyway, so we find out the reason that Doug has been nominated for class treasurer is because somebody named Billy Gunther moved away. Huh? And, <laughs> huh? <laughs> and he's, and they, then Doug is now nominated to replace him. <laughs> Yeah, they were trying to do a spinoff series called Billy, where it's just Doug in reverse, and he goes, it's Billy going to Bloatsburg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's cool the whole time. Right. He doesn't have any anxiety. It's just him succeeding. It's Chad Billy versus the Virgin Doug. Instead, he moves to Bloatsburg and goes to Bloatsburg Middle School in order to be class president. <laughs> he gets, like, <laughs> hired by this Bloatsburg. <laughs> God, he's like, you've been wasted in treasurer positions. In your fucking grade school. Yes. Well, Doug imagines, he imagines what a treasurer does. And he imagines, uh, he imagines Skeeter, Patty, and Chalky putting money into a machine, a vending machine that is called Nature's Candy. And it sells like carrots and celery and stuff. Ugh. <laughs> and apparently it, it eats their money. Oh no, it doesn't work. They each put in a quarter and it doesn't work. And Patty calls for help from the treasurer. And Doug shows up in like a fucking Riddler costume with dollar signs on his vest and also glasses. He looks like Matthew Lesko. Yeah. <laughs> the guy from the get money from the government. Yeah. <laughs> dollar signs on his coat. And on his glasses. He's kind of wearing a condom on his head. Yeah. You say that about everybody. Yeah, but He's I'm, not right, I'm right this time. <laughs> okay. He also has a change belt, like one of those belts that you, that like you can put quarters in, right? You can put quarters in any belt if you try hard enough. That's <laughs> true. And so they call for help from him. So then Doug, the treasurer superhero, pulls three quarters out from his belt and then hands Chalky nine quarters. Note that this <laughs> is not a solution to the problem of the vending machine eats my money. 
No, this is a workaround at best. I, I also was like a snack, Doug. I'm trying <laughs> yes. to get a snack. They all cheer for him, though. They say, oh, we didn't want nature's candy. We just wanted our money back. So they would watch him then put it back into the yeah, Damn it, it ate it again. Treasure, give us more. <laughs> They just, they just keep shoving in quarters until it's so jammed up that you can't put more quarters in. And they're like, damn it, treasure. <laughs> Infinite quarter generating machine. My God. Uh, the possibilities. <laughs> That's what the class treasurer must do is generate quarters. Right, Print he just money. Gives out, yeah, he just gives money out to children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, class treasurer. Thank you. Think nothing of it, classmates. It's all in a day's work. He's the best class treasurer there ever was. Oh, what a dreamboat. Now, Doug has painted a sign of this weird superhero, and it says that Doug will be super for you. Nobody's just like, uh, maybe not. Don't put that one up. <laughs> yes. Scooter's like, who's that guy? And Doug's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Why is he wearing a condom on his head? <laughs> Why is he like that guy who wants money from the government on TV? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that guy's a good model treasurer, Doug. <laughs> he's, he's on at like two in the morning on the channels we're not supposed to watch. He talks about swindling the government. You're supposed to be running for government. <laughs> and then Doug winks at Skeeter and goes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just winks at Skeeter and goes, shut the fuck up, Skeeter. Paint those posters. <laughs> which one of us is the artist and which one of us is the candidate? That's right. <laughs> I'm both of them. You're a witness to a great becoming, Skeeter. <laughs> but you're doing my posters for some reason. You're doing the lettering because I can't read. <laughs> oh, well, Doug says that this is the first time he's been nominated for anything. I don't think that's true. Didn't he run for something else earlier? I don't Did, remember. Didn't he run those protests? Wasn't no, he like he nominated didn't want to run the protest? That was. But just he was deep. nominated technically. He was to be the leader to. of the protests. Yeah. I think he was forced to for free speech. He was nominated to be the co-host of the TV show they did, which then was immediately oh. killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was a hundred percent something he's been nominated for is him being the 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 co-anchor with Patty on their news show. Unless this like, happened before. That happens. Oh, yeah. It literally cannot because something happens (laughs) in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is a like clear like key point right we're we're finding key points in the doug lore this one happens late in the canon so if we destroy right? this it episode, all happens in season four everything yeah. that happens in doug happens in season four. Oh wait yes the cat give birth in season three i don't know if that actually happened <laughs> all right silly me <laughs> who knows oh man well skeeter is like he he points to the same poster that he had already written on that he'd already left on the ground he wrote he wrote again the uh the one about how doug can count and then he reads it to doug and he's like hey i i wrote this one for the first time even though it's the second time (laughs) and they say they've made 10 posters and hopefully that's not too many 
Can you see the joke we're winding up to here? Yup, because the next scene is a plane that's flying over the middle school or the elementary. I keep saying middle school. It's an elementary school, but also a high ah. school. Uh, they, they, Bob White has contracted out a plane to fly a banner advertising Willie over the school and a marching band for him, and also set up like a speech booth with sound equipment and balloons so that Willie can give a speech. Yeah, he can advertise Willie over schools, but I do it and I'm a sex offender. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Willie gives a speech after the marching band is done playing. Fellow students, I would just like to conclude with this thought. Oh yeah, if I were like the treasurer, I will be the treasurer, I guess. Huh? Uh, yes! Bravo, Willie. Uh, masterful work. And then Bob White just fucking pushes him out of the way. He just fucking body checks his son out of the way of the microphone and just says, He's the mayor's kid, so vote for his ass. He's not doing politics right, so he has to get a punishment. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, he says, well, I mean, this is just him saying that the only way to get elected is nepotism, right? That's partially true, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And they pull up a cake and ice cream campaign bus while, like, for all the kids to get cake and ice cream from, while then White plays an audio recording of people chanting Willie. <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. And he leaves it going all day. <laughs> it's just other people, not students. He's like got like actors to just chant Willie for him. This is how campaigning works. I guess. <laughs> just screaming a candidate's name over an open field for a day. I guess that's true. That sounds about right. I'd vote for him. I'm gonna vote for him. This next yeah. election, I'm gonna write in Willie White. Yeah, you're, I mean, that's basically what happens in this episode. I've for the last three elections for all possible <laughs> positions. Good. And so while this is happening, while everybody is pumped about the cake and ice cream and also the fireworks that are happening. During the day. During the day. That's right. At, in the morning before school. <laughs> Chalky and Beebe, who like... Are ostensibly Doug's friends walk up to Doug and tell him how sick it is that Willie has help from his dad, the mayor. <laughs> okay. to, to run against Doug. Uh-huh. Get like, fucked, loser. Throughout this episode, we see Chalky and BB going over to Doug's place to like help him campaign, and they're like smiling as they tell him, Man, it's cool that Willie has his dad's help to run against you. I'm gonna vote for Willie. <laughs> yeah, he's giving us cake and ice cream and fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, back at Doug's house, I guess we finished the school day, right? Because this was like the beginning of the school day, I think. And the school day is over now, and a TV reporter is inter- on the news is interviewing Bob White about why he's not campaigning against the newcomer Tippy. And he says that he doesn't even know who that is, and in a fun move for a politician, he says that his son is more important than a campaign. Yeah, which is a actually kind of nice move as far as the 
Oh, I'm not really all that concerned about this. I'm more focused on helping my son. Like that, you could you could spin that in an interesting direction, but because this is one Jim Jenkins to the slave guy, it should be understood that caring about your son is, to use the technical political science term, cuck shit. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, you're right. Like I think that this could have easily been spun by either White or his team to just be like, "Wow, he's such a family man in this small town. Look at how much he cares for his son that he doesn't even do. He doesn't even like he puts his job second. He's right? putting family above politics. Yeah. The moral of this fucking episode is: if you care too much about your kid, you will fail at politics. <laughs> I can't. I cannot stress that enough. This is possibly one of the most hateful episodes of Doug yet. (laughs) Or maybe it's, yeah. I mean, I guess if they're saying that all politicians are bad unless they have no kids like Tippy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Tippy's a libertarian, right? Oh, she's got to be. Yeah. She's got to be. It's an upstart I mean, libertarian. Well, I don't know, because she supports public infrastructure. That's true. She says she's going to fix the roads, but she might, like, privatize it. Like, oh, she's, yeah. going to, she's going to hire a private company to fix the Yeah, roads. it is 93. We are in full-on privatize everything that's not nailed down. Yeah, and especially given some of her, like, campaign ads that might actually be the case it's so funny <laughs> that there's almost zero politics in the politics episode well yeah i that's mean because politics is dead and buried we exist in a perfect utopia where the only thing that happens is that the good people are rewarded and the bad people are punished and the way you can tell the mayor is a bad person is he cares about his son well, in this also, the good people are punished, too, because at least in the way that this episode pans out, pretty much everybody is punished for no payoff at the end of this episode. And the end of most episodes of Doug, quite frankly. Yeah, especially the viewer. The winner is Dan Freebird. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is just such an inexplicable bit, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. That well, big blue so- pervert we all know and love. <laughs> who is definitely somebody who we've seen referred to in the past. God. Well, in this we also see, there's also two other things we see during this uh, this TV interview. One, we see that Bob White has, like, secret service. There's, like, two dudes in the back in secret service outfits who are, they, we've never seen these characters before. They've probably been hiding in the shadows or something. But, they like, they're not the two-town goon guys who they should be, right? They're uh-huh. two people we've never seen before. Uh, and I wonder if they'll give those to Tippy or not when maybe they're Bob White's private security. <laughs> but the other thing we see is that in the background of this interview, the Willie chanting is still going on <laughs> from, from the audio recording. So school has passed and this has been going on all day. <laughs> Lamar Bowen is changing the batteries in the bo- in the beatbox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. He's been paid off by the whites. I mean, he has because we see that later. Mm-hmm. I'd like to pause to appreciate the sentence, he's been paid off by the whites. Yes. Well, so then the news crew decides they need to go interview Tippy because they're like, well, we found out who she is. And they do an interview with Tippy on her front lawn of her house. And she just has a ton of campaign signs on her lawn, and that's it. Nowhere else. 
Tippy goes, taxation is theft. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's what all the signs say. There's that one. There's there's one Don't with tread her. tread on me. Right. <laughs> there's it right. War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> Age of Consent is a myth. Oh, my God. Parody. That's a parody um, joke. Don't oh, don't don't clip that. <laughs> yes. uh, and they say one of the signs says it's time for change, and Tippy's face is in a clock. Uh, <laughs> one of them <laughs> can't even do like money change. <laughs> of course not. It's a clock. one of them is a poster of her that just says improve city streets and it shows tippy in like a construction worker outfit which i yeah i think this is the like you know privatize it right because it's tippy's business yeah this is the only like policy that she has is i'm going to make the streets good that's because that, like that, in terms of like political. Tippy, what do you think about abortion? <laughs> That's what they say. No, but like in terms of like Tippy, are you the states' rights candidate? <laughs> but in terms of like typical messaging, like the two safest things you can say are improve the roads and bridges, and then also uh, support the fire no, department. Right? That's socialism. If you oh. give money to the government, that's socialism. <laughs> But I thought they said you can improve the roads and bridges and support the fire department by privatizing them. Everybody wins. There you go. Yeah, I think Tippy owns a construction company, which is why she has the construction worker gear. Yeah, she has. She did say that she's been on city council for years. So she probably got that position through her private wheelings and dealings Ooh, yeah 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 she's on like the board of multiple companies and also on the city council that would make sense if luffington was not a town of twenty thousand fucking people well that's why the only thing that has a big industry is the construction industry right is because they're building the town up it lets her like freeloading husband do his writing job, which makes zero <laughs> yeah. money. Mm. Yes. And then occasionally say, hey, Tippy, I need you to write my angry letters for me. And she rightfully says no. <laughs> Tippy, I need you to get in an argument on Usenet with me. Somebody is saying that we need to make driver's license mandatory to drive. <laughs> I'm just so mad I can't type. Are you just spouting off all the talking points of angry people on the internet? No, he hasn't mentioned Age of Consent more than once. Oh my this god. This is a, uh, I'm referencing a video where they asked libertarian candidates if you should need a driver's license to uh, drive a car. One guy goes, hell no. The next guy goes, <laughs> What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in my goddamn toaster oven? And the third guy goes, well, I don't know. I kind of would like to see a proficiency. And then the crowd starts booing him. (laughs) Libertarians are so fucking funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. If you're a libertarian out there, fuck you. Stop listening to this. <laughs> oh, shit. And then donate to the Patreon. Right. Also that. that doesn't exist. Give me give me your money uh, so I can be a socialist baby funded by the government. <laughs> you are Google the government. You have to fund us. That's how this works. Don't Google it. Oh, uh, well. So while this interview is happening and Tippy is saying... Well, I've served on city council for years, and in all that time, the mayor has paid no attention to the council's efforts to improve our streets and highways. Bob White believes in public transit. 
That's true. There's so much public transit in the world, like in this town, right? It's a fucking bust a funky town. Yeah, Bob White <laughs> provides public transit, whereas Tippy's just like, no, we should make sure that more people have to drive everywhere in their cars on a slightly nicer road. Like that, oh. that okay, now I've got an angle that proves that, yes, she is the libertarian candidate. <laughs> she, and we were called she is the the rich person from the suburbs we <laughs> are going to discontinue the bus to funky town saving the government <laughs> tens of dollars every year <laughs> nobody even rides on it <laughs> They just they, browbeat other people into driving them there. <laughs> they they don't they stop by and don't let people on. That's evidence government the line item for the funky town budget of offerings to Satan. <laughs> well, we got to keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, the town's doomed if we don't do that one. L- quite literally, probably. <laughs> Uh, but while this interview is happening, Bud is also sneaking around in the back very creepily. Yeah, just waves to the camera. Oh my god, he just waves his spec script for like a play in the background. Nah. <laughs> the mayor had this to say in response. <laughs> Fix our streets and highways. That's not my job. My job's to sit in that big old chair and be the mayor. You want to go more in depth on that? That's most of what mayors do ever since the seventies. Sit in the big chair. Like the financialization of the American economy is such that uh, if you are a big city mayor, before the seventies, mayors actually wielded considerable local political power and could like do shit. But in a world where the only political power that mayors have comes from either real estate or banks. Like, if real estate companies are the only thing that can get you elected or get you unelected, that basically means your list of levers to do anything that might piss off landowners is non-existent. Hmm. And therefore, no, you really can't do fuck all. Because if you start repairing the roads in a way that shuts down the roads for a bit, half your constituents are going to whine and find some patsy from the suburbs to replace you. Wave hello, Tippy. Well, well, then who is the one that directs when roads get upgraded and shit? Um, usually it's just a function of who can't afford to get the right set of bribes in. <laughs> Sweet. Like, as a inhabitant of the great state of Illinois and uh, Chicago suburbia, I will not claim to live in Chicago as everybody else from the Chicago suburbs does. This is how Chicago's worked for a very long time, and, like, the real estate taxes in Chicago are notoriously, hilariously bad, because the guy who more or less actually ran the state, Mike Madigan, who is now getting thrown out on his ass, thank God, but he had this great deal going on where Chicago real estate taxes are insane. But don't worry, Mike Madigan's got a uh, legal office that can get your taxes reassessed. So if you huh. pay your bribe to the guy who actually <laughs> runs the state, he can see about cutting your taxes. If you can't afford to pay him a bribe, well, sucks to be your ass. Damn. Well, that explains why Bob White is able to afford a house for his son. <laughs> yes. That was absolutely a, like, in the same genre as Joe Biden prides himself on having never received all that much money for in exchange for uh, all the great work he did for the various banks that work out of Delaware. Curiously... Biden got gifts of a bunch of really nice old houses that he never had to pay money for. Damnedest thing. I see. <laughs> well, thank God I live in Los Angeles, a normal city with no problems. Yeah. None whatsoever. <laughs> 
Well, after Doug sees this advertisement for extremely normal politics, uh, he thinks about giving up. He's just like, I don't want to do this. It's just treasure and treasurer sucks. And Chalky is like, but what about all the things you stand for? And Doug is like, I don't stand for shit. It's just the treasurer. I don't have politics. <laughs> yeah. it's the end of history, Why bitch. did you go for this position in the first place, Doug? He didn't. He just got told he had to because what was that dude's name moved away? Uh, Who the Billy fuck? Gunther. Who <laughs> nominated Gunther. him? That's what I was wondering. I think it was just someone was they just drew names from a hat. Because who would nominate Willie? Willie yeah. did it. Willie nominated. He's <laughs> just like I know I'm gonna be able to beat this guy. Exactly. He just nominated. He can't the even read. <laughs> Duh. At least I can read. At least he can count. <laughs> if you're gonna do the gag on this one, you should have nominated one of the Sleeches. Oh, but then they would have won easily. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been able to predict the election with mathematics and Brian. And Brian. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, shit, nominate Brian. Yes, Brian's <laughs> computer just, for treasurer. Yeah, let's just fucking go full hog into Skynet. Fuck it, who cares? It can't be worse than what it is right now. They just say, all the candy will be purchased with Bitcoin, Doug Funny. <laughs> <laughs> You must exchange one acre of rainforest for every piece of candy purchased. This is actually a lateral move compared to what current setup. And then they do that thing where they giggle and shake hands. <laughs> like we do every time we're done recording a podcast. Of course, of course. Well, as Doug is saying that he doesn't stand for shit and that all like treasure is dumb, uh, Skeeter bursts into the room holding flyers and posters and bumper stickers all for Dan Freebird. Huh? <laughs> who he reveals is his uncle who lost the race for city treasurer last time but good news we got a bunch of free promo material from him and you have the same initials Dan Freeber is currently serving 25 to live the maximum security prison <laughs> yeah so. based on the picture we see of him later this does not surprise <laughs> yeah. me is this supposed to be like Dan Quayle or something I don't, I don't think so. It, uh, I think I think this is just another like Doug Pole that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this is <laughs> okay. a full on huh, that's weird. This is right. nothing. Even by the low standards of Doug, this is absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing. He should have been called Play Freebird instead of D Dan Freebird. <laughs> that would have been a good gag. <laughs> but then they wouldn't have had the same initials. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Wow. I'm so <laughs> glad that they salvaged the bit. Me <laughs> <laughs> too. Thank goodness. It's my uncle, uh, Fun Dougie. No relation. Yes. Well, Doug is about to, the next day at school, Doug is about to pull out of the race. He's about to tell Willie that he's out. And then he gets interrupted by Lamar Bones and school announcements, uh, who just pops up on, remember they have this closed circuit TV in their class, I, that we don't know whether it goes to just Doug's classroom or whether it goes to the host, whole school. We haven't been able to figure that out yet. Maybe Doug's classroom is the entire building, and it's just entirely cement other than that. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, there's the metal shop, the AV club, and Doug's classroom. Also the science it. building. Don't forget the oh, science building. Right, and there's a second floor that just is a stairs that lead to nowhere. It's just cemented off. There's also <laughs> Wesley's room. Oh, yeah. Where he lives Wesley. with Todd. <laughs> they live at the school. 
<laughs> well, uh, th- this this closed circuit uh, uh, TV announcement, Bone just pops on. Nobody turns it on. He just shows up. Not hosted says, by Patty or Doug anymore, by the way, which nope. was an entire episode. But who cares? Well, we talked. Well, at the beginning of this, remember we said that this episode maybe took place before it that episode. Couldn't have. It literally could oh, not have. <laughs> you're right. I suppose that's true. This Wait, is the happening I, episode. Oh my I don't God. think Doug or I don't think uh, Mr. Dink or Tippy appeared in that episode, though. Yeah. So. Oh, true. And neither did Bob White. So in that episode, so this episode could have happened before that one. It's right? possible, unlikely, yeah. but possible. My my gut says no. My gut says fuck you. <laughs> okay. I mean, yes, but when does our gut not say that? Exactly. Well, he says that before he gets to saying what's for lunch today, it's time for a paid political announcement. Oh, yeah, dude. Which is pretty good, right? Because usually these days they don't have to say that, right? They can just like say they can just say whatever they want and not say that it was paid for by whatever, right? This podcast is sponsored by the Lords of Hell. Yes. Paid for by Jeffrey Epstein for president. (laughs) Indeed. Well, apparently it is a smear ad. When you think of your class treasurer, don't you want someone you can trust? One of your candidates may have stolen money from his classmates. Willie White loves this school and has never been caught stealing. One of your candidates may have cheated on his math tests. Willie White believes mathematics is very important. Vote Willie White, class treasurer, a candidate you can trust. Paid for by the committee to elect Willie White. And everybody fucking cheers. <laughs> Which is the most uh, strange huh. reaction to a political ad I've ever seen. <laughs> like, even if you see a political ad for a cause you agree with, your instinctive reaction is, okay, fuck off. <laughs> yes. my, uh, my reaction is, mom, change the channel. Yeah. <laughs> also, didn't Doug actually cheat on a math test before? No, he failed the math test. He didn't cheat. That was chalky cheating on an English test. Okay. All right. They accused I thought, him of cheating on the math test. Right. Okay. Fair. That would actually be deep lore if they would say he was accused of cheating on an English test. Yeah. yeah oh, that would shit. Required, that would have required a Doug watcher to have watched a previous episode of Doug. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> right. The writer is too busy thinking about Doug's sister and being horny. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Not again. She's barely in this episode. <laughs> Oh, well, we 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 leave the classroom as people are just popping off about how sick Willie is from this ad. And you can see that people in the background are just smashing the nature's candy, the vending machine. So so that thing exists. So the, the, the fantasy was real, right? Yeah, the machine yeah, sucks. They're now establishing that there is an actual issue that should be attended to by somebody. Yeah. So so Willie walks out and he just says, you got to vote for me. I'm the honest guy. And he does like the Nixon <laughs> piece thing. And so Doug sort of confronts him about this, about the ad. And Bob White is also there somehow. Nah, he's in the he's in the elementary school for some reason. <laughs> he's, just hanging, he's just hanging out in the halls. He wasn't there when they all left the class, and now he is there. Well, we do know that he becomes the principal of the middle school, so maybe he's really for that. Yeah, in the Disney episodes, he's the principal. Oh, oh boy! Oh my god! <laughs> 
Well, he says, he's like, he's talking shit. He's actually being like kind of smooth, right? Because he's like, Doug, Doug, don't mudsling against Willie and everybody boos Doug. (laughs) (laughs) He's right. Vote for Willie. And so Willie just starts talking about how he's going to make candy machine prices cheaper by a nickel and soda by a dime. That just makes it harder to pay for because now yes. it's not now it's not yeah. in multiples of quarters. <laughs> yes, you just can't use quarters. <laughs> also, I'd love to see just the uh, effects of inflation on this one because I remember the moment the first time I saw that a bottle Coke was now uh one dollar or higher and it was like bullshit, it didn't used to be that high. <laughs> Old man yells at Cloud Jim. <laughs> Old man yells a cloud moment for me in particular was at approximately grade, I want to say I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, there it is. There's Old Man Jim, sophomore in high school. Like, <laughs> wait, it wasn't always this damn expensive. What gives? Talking about uh, history lore and shaking his fist at kids these days with their Warhammer paints that aren't as good as my Warhammer paints. That's right. <laughs> Noted complaint that I have at all times. Yeah. (laughs) Well, everybody's fucking popping off. And then Doug is like, If I'm elected class treasurer, candy and soda will be free. And everybody freaks the fuck out and carries Doug away while the mayor, like, scowls at him. I mean, if you just want to get elected, this is a valid strategy. Yeah, and I think that's what he's thinking about. Because he goes into a fantasy of the inauguration, and there's an amazing poster in the background of Doug smiling while holding a lollipop and a bottle of soda like a fucking toddler. <laughs> There's an incredible poster behind him. And the reporters are saying that it was the biggest upset in political history, and what a brilliant maneuver. And people are holding up posters for Doug, and then in quotes, Soda Funny. <laughs> His nickname is Soda. <laughs> yes. That's a powerful it's nickname. It's like that uh, Punch-Out Boxer, Soda yeah. Popinski. Soda Popinski. <laughs> I mean, it beats the alternative of Soda Popinski's original name, which even Nintendo had to tone down as the bad kind of racist. Oh, it's against Russians. It's fine. It's like Vodka Drunkinsky or something like that. Right. So, yeah, they hold up signs that say, Doug Vodka Funny. (laughs) Free vodka. Shit, I should run for city council on free booze. There you go. Someone probably has. There's the guy that ran in Los Angeles. He changed illegally. I forget what he was running for. Some legal like position, but he legally changed his first name to Judge, so he, <laughs> yeah. so it would say that he's a judge. <laughs> so good. Did he win? He did not. Oh. oh yeah. There's also a long history of some people changing their names to run as spoiler candidates, just to, as a real yeah. asshole move. Like some guy who changed his name to Joe Budden. Yeah, you guys should uh, all check out the Dark Side of the Ring episode on Ultimate Warrior called "Becoming Warrior" because they talk about him changing his name to Warrior to get his uh, <laughs> rights back. That's that right. is so fucking awful. That really <laughs> also talked about Destrucity. 
What's that? It's the word he made up. It's like uh, <laughs> destruction and uh, or it's destiny and uh, destiny. Destiny. That's it. Wait, it was destiny and destiny. <laughs> destiny and destruction. I don't remember. Okay, that's so fucking stupid. It's so <laughs> good. He is such a fascinating person. He rocks. Yeah, he got inducted to the WD- WWE Hall of Fame, cut a promo on Raw the next day, and then died. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wrestling <laughs> Elite has some bafflingly broken human beings in it. The backstory is like I don't I don't watch wrestling anymore, but like everything surrounding wrestling is so fascinating to me. Dark Side of the Ring is really good. You guys should check it out. Mostly because like the administra- like the uh management of WWE is just this horrifying business tyrant who controls every aspect of his subjects' lives. He's covered up and- a murder before. Yep. He's literally he's literally covered up a murder. Allegedly, uh, no, there's no <laughs> allegedly. Oh, all right, parody, parody, <laughs> parody. <laughs> Fucking ultimate warrior fist pumping into Valhalla after the end of this. <laughs> fist pumping into Valhalla, punching himself in the nuts, oh, hollering man. something about Hulk Hogan. God. <laughs> well, so in speaking of cutting promos, the the reporters are saying in the biggest upsetting political history, Funny has turned the tides with one brilliant maneuver. Free candy and soda, a phrase for a new generation. And then he gets a bill from Poopsie Cola and Candy for $4.5 billion. So Poopsie Cola and Candy is selling the vegetables now? I guess so. Yeah, they're selling the fucking nature's candy vegetables. And I guess that means that they're competing with Swirly. Because usually Swirly's the candy bar maker. But I guess they're selling healthy things instead of poison things like Swirly does. I do love the idea that Pepsi is being sold as the healthy alternative to that garbage Swirly produces. (laughs) Now guaranteed to have 30% less cat piss and concrete. (laughs) That's one thing that they've got going for him. I miss the cat piss formula. You would. (laughs) Well, we come back on the fantasy and... Someone has posted a Hooray for Doug banner over Doug's locker that has this, like, very weird picture of his face on it. It doesn't look like Doug. It's like a very bad drawing of Doug's face. And the question who the fuck made it is just haunting me. Yeah. I did it. It probably was Willie, because later Willie does says he is actually, yeah, Willie says that he would vote for Doug for free candy and soda. So probably Willie made it. Oh, man. Because, yeah, obviously Doug didn't make this. There's no fucking way Doug would make a hooray for Doug poster. (laughs) He's too busy saying that he assuring people that he can count. And read. No, that's not on any of the posters. (laughs) <laughs> Doug funny does not take Risperdal. <laughs> 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 oh well, Doug is freaking more out more about this promise he made, and so he goes over to why? the tink. <laughs> just just why? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Because he's gonna have to pay for you it. You are a middle school treasurer. This means nothing. This means nothing, and it could possibly do nothing to harm you. What's the back, like, what backfire you're gonna get out of this? Is that, oh, you don't have freaking any soda? You say, suck it, I'm graduating next year. <laughs> Maybe he's afraid he's gonna get beat up by Chalky. <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> it, was, it was pissed that he the can't get a executioner. Soda. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where's Roger? He's not in. He should be in this episode. Where has Roger been this whole damn season? He graduated. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's in middle school now. Yeah, I want to say the only thing he did was be the bad salesman in the uh, the uh, Mister Swirly episode. He was in the Halloween episode. Was that this season? Yeah. <laughs> that was, was yeah, season, that was yes. this season. But also, yeah, he didn't do anything really in that one either yeah he, he did he, the whole, doug. he pranked doug and then they tried prank to prank doug and was counter pranked but it didn't add anything to the fucking plot he also asked doug who chopped off his head <laughs> who chopped off my head this plot line goes nowhere <laughs> who oh, sucked man. off my dick <laughs> well doug hey, is sir. doug is freaking out about this promise and he walks over to the Dink's house, and Bud is putting up more signs outside of the Dink's house. This is where we see Pink Tippy. Yeah. Pink we'll... Tippy's in the background while he's talking to Purple Tippy. <laughs> There's also just some rando just slathering yellow paint onto an already posted poster. The fabled yeah, yellow Tippy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this is to show that Tiffy represents everybody in this town. <laughs> Including the smiling yellow children, like the ones who were hassling Doug last episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, he goes, Doug goes inside and it shows that all the adults are just call centering for Tiffy in there. That being Phil, Theta, Mr. and Mrs. Valentine, and Mr. Mayonnaise. And Mr. Valentine is fucking standing up and screaming into the phone. <laughs> Which is a very good way to call center. That's how, when I did uh, calls for Bernie, that's how I did it. <laughs> he just stood up at a desk. It's like, look, screamed. vote for him, you idiot. And it worked really well, as we can see by our president. <laughs> and you did, you did the thing that uh, Mr. Valentine does where he forgets nouns. Over and over. <laughs> and then you should, uh, you should, uh, what's the word? <laughs> vote! <laughs> and then you did the, we talked once about how his dad makes like a truck honk noise instead of Skeeter's honk honk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, well. So they're call centering like crazy in there. And then Tippy is taking ti- a time out in order to give Doug some advice. Awful advice. <laughs> the pits. <laughs> it is very bad advice. Because Doug asked Tippy how he should get out of making this promise. He's like, oh, shit, you know, I, I, I'm freaking out that I can't do this. And then Tippy takes a minute to explain her campaign platform to Doug. <laughs> Thanks, Mrs. Dink. <laughs> She's just like... Well, Douglas, if you want to promise your classmates something, make sure it's a promise you can keep. Well, like what? Well, in my campaign for mayor, I promise to improve our city streets. And I will. We know. <laughs> Doug's like, I know. Also, I can't do that. <laughs> I wonder if free candy and soda is like uh like like a metaphor for like healthcare. <laughs> 
I think it kind of is, especially, <laughs> yeah. especially. I think a big part of that is when the reporter in the fantasy says a phrase for a new generation, right? Oh, so he's like, yeah. he's like, oh, all these kids just asking for handouts, right? Yeah, this is again. We are in 1993, and the Republican reaction to having lost the presidency is about to reach full frothing madness in uh, <laughs> 1994. But, like, this is the run-up to, oh, no, those goddamn tax-and-spend Democrats just trying to promise everything, which is, in retrospect, fucking hilarious, because most of what Bill Clinton did while in office was put a bullet in the brain of the welfare state. (laughs) Yeah, they just have to wait for that bill from Poopsie Cola that says $4.5 billion. Wait, watch $4.5 billion be, like, the national debt at the time. Oh, God. Poopsie Cola, a subsidiary of the Raytheon Corporation. (laughs) Yes. Oh, well, Doug is like, well, I can't, I can't do that stuff. And then Tippy says in response, she's just like, hey, maybe you should find out what the glass treasurer does. (laughs) Just like, yeah. And Doug just scratches his head. He's like, oh. He doesn't doesn't actually do it. At the end of this episode, I still don't know what the class treasurer does. No idea. Does he just give, like, money to the children when the vending machine (laughs) That's what he's doing. Yeah, two points here. One, you should know what the treasurer does before you decide to run for it, you fucking moron. Two, what the treasurer does is utterly irrelevant to a political run to become the treasurer. You just need to get enough people to vote for you. What, are you worried about not being re-elected for the job next year? No, you're not. You just (laughs) promise to do what the fuck ever, and in exchange, yay, you're in charge. Yeah, free candy. Dude, just say that. You're going to win. There you go. (laughs) There it is. Hey, remember that time that Joe Biden promised that if elected, he'd cure cancer? No. <laughs> Just say free candy, and then when it doesn't happen, blame the Republicans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Politics 101, baby. <laughs> God, just blame, you just blame Willie. (laughs) Yeah, as we may recall from our previous president, you promised some incredibly arcane, stupid thing, like, I don't know, a wall across the Mexican border, and then when you don't actually get around to doing it, you blame, I don't know, deep state. Excuse me, current president. He's still our president. (laughs) Right, right, I keep on forgetting. He is still secretly our president. Trust the plan, Q. Of course. Where we go one, we go all. Oh my god, (laughs) Sam, don't say key phrases on this that people will latch on to. (laughs) Don't say coded phrases to people we don't know. Time to sit back and get some cheese pizza. Oh my god, well, so, (laughs) ending this discussion, Doug, (laughs) it cuts to Doug at just like, I guess the debates, like the speeches. Yes, the debates for school treasurer in a fucking grade school. And make everyone go to the auditorium for this. Yeah, and there's, wait, so is this school treasurer or just the classroom treasurer? Because there's a ton of people here that aren't in Doug's class. Who knows at this Nobody point? Knows. No one knows. The premise has just kind of evaporated. Look, we're doing an election episode. Just accept that this happens despite the fact this does not happen. Look, it yeah. took all the writer's energy to, <laughs> to have something happen in the Doug universe that sticks. <laughs> 
That's where <laughs> all the of. energy went. Stop complaining. But we couldn't focus on that for that episode. This episode, we had to make a parallel that means nothing. Right. We don't go over Tippy's campaign at all. We say no. she like she likes roads, <laughs> and she wants to abolish the age of consent law or something. <laughs> yeah, that was. If you look closely when you look at her campaign headquarters, you see that pamphlet in the background. Google Ron Paul is written on the underside of all of her posters. Oh my god. Nobody's sure why. Well, so we see that the audience is the same audience from the inauguration fantasy. It's the same people holding the same signs about Doug and then Soda Funny. He almost won. He could have won. He got so close because everyone is fucking popping off for him. Everyone is cheering for him as he walks out onto the stage. And also notice that Willie is also telling some blatant fucking lies, but they're blatant fucking lies in a way that works, question mark? Yeah, because they're less, uh, like, they're just less blatant. They're less dangerous, right? It's a nickel and a dime as opposed to everything. Right, you're going to have affordable access to healthcare instead of free free Medicare. Well, good thing neither of them gets elected in in this episode. We almost could have had something nice. Yeah. Well, uh, Doug goes up to the podium and he says that he lied, and everyone gasps. And Doug starts banging on the podium and scowling and saying that he did it because he was desperate and because he was it was an empty promise and he did it because none of you fucks would listen to me. Shut the fuck up, Doug. Just win <laughs> the goddamn election and shut your goddamn mouth. Well, what I can promise you is this: if I am elected. I'll have the candy and soda machines fixed. And if they still eat your money, just come to me, and I'll make sure the Treasury gives you a refund. He'll probably pay them out of his own pocket. Absolutely. (laughs) Honestly, that is the reason why I think he ends up winning, because, yeah, no, I promise, in the event I'm elected, you can bully me whenever you're unhappy. (laughs) But he doesn't win. (laughs) And so, okay, so he says all this stuff, And then he says that if he's elected, he'll serve honestly and fairly. That's what he can promise. (laughs) And that's, yeah, everybody fucking scowls at him as Skeeter is the only one cheering. The entire uh, uh, audience is scowling, which rocks. (laughs) Serve honestly and fairly. Fuck. I don't care if you cheat as long as you cheat from my side. (laughs) Like, seriously, the idea of I will serve you honestly and fairly, what the fuck does that even mean? You've transitioned from a lie that says you're going to help me to a lie that says you are going to help (laughs) nobody. Yeah, that's right. You are still full of (laughs) shit. You've just changed the idea that my interests have any relevance to this discussion. You're full of shit, but you feel good about it. That's the only (laughs) difference. That's the sole thing that changes here. It's the fact that nobody is on board for it is correct and proper. (laughs) At least he has the moral high ground. (laughs) Good for fucking him. It's over, Anakin. Hey, you want to know how the moral high ground works? Let's ask Bob White. <laughs> well, so we we end this as like everybody's fucking scowling. And we go then to watching the evening news at Doug's house. 
Which and evidently reports on school elections. Don't worry about it. <laughs> evidently. Because Doug's family is there. His parents and his sister. Doug is there. Skeeter is there. Patty is there. Chalky is there. BB is there. They're all watching Doug's TV. None of them say a goddamn thing. There is no point in having them there. Nope. They're just there to cheer for Doug. Because the news, the first thing the news says is that Tippy has won the mayoral election. A landslide victory in what was once considered considered a one-sided race. Mayor White supporters alleged his defeat was due to the amount of time he spent on his son's campaign for Bluffington School Treasurer. For like three days. <laughs> Maybe it's, this is like Canada where elections are capped at like two weeks. Sure. Yeah. So then how did people find out about Tiffy in two days and Bob White's been there? It was all the phone banking that they did. In oh, days. for two yes. days. Yeah. For two days. Right. They called all 20,000 people in Bluffington and said, we'll give you $50 if you vote for Tiffy. That's probably what they And Skeeter's dad screamed at everyone and said, take the $2. <laughs> Promise them $50. We'll deliver them none of it and be like, yeah, well eat my ass i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> gonna beat your ass <laughs> and then they go okay and then What's they the re- thing where i do an actionable threat and then they line the streets with the 50 dollars bills that they promised everybody and they say we fixed the roads oh and then they cut to bob white sobbing and just like shoving willie off screen <laughs> and then Everyone starts patting Doug on the back because they, they, they also say that his son also was defeated and everyone is patting Doug on the back. But it turns out that Dan Freebird has won the election for middle school treasurer. Well, he can't be elected because he's a felon. <laughs> yeah, it shows a picture. Also, how the fuck do school elections work such that an adult can be elected the treasurer? I think everyone wrote him in. <laughs> <laughs> and no it one checked who that is. <laughs> they, the, the school is trolling itself. Five people voted, and they were all the people who thought that would be funny. I think that's what it was, is that no one voted. Us three everyone... voted for Dan Freebird. Yeah, that sounds like some shit we do. Everyone voted no confidence, except for Skeeter, who wrote in Dan Freebird. <laughs> and it shows a picture of Dan Freebird, who recall is Skeeter's uncle, and he looks menacing as shit. <laughs> he has like a striped Riddler outfit with a bow tie and an evil as fuck grin and glasses. Dan Freebird has is on the Epstein flight logs. <laughs> Dan Freebird was the previous libertarian candidate for me. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because he ran for treasurer, so he probably was the libertarian candidate. His his policy was to abolish the treasury. His policy <laughs> was to reestablish the gold standard in Bluffington. <laughs> yes. And then abolish the treasury. <laughs> and he got to keep the gold at all tracks. Yeah. yeah. And then Unfortunately, to... he was foiled by Batman, so yes. back to square one. Yes. God. Well, Skeeter says, boy, won't Uncle Dan be surprised? And everyone laughs. Well, we need to rewind for a bit, because when it, it announces that Tippy is the mayor, everyone goes, yeah, all right, all right, hooray. And then, like, what I, like, honed in on was uh, Doug's dad going, all right, Tippy. 
<laughs> Wait, why was that remarkable to you? Because he said it with zero affect. He just goes, all right, Tiffy. <laughs> oh, shit, that rocks. Oh my god, well, (laughs) and so, okay, usually in a Doug episode, Doug ends it with talking about what he learned, but that does not happen here. (laughs) So what did we learn? (laughs) I now control the levers of power due to my uh, surrogate dad's wife. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) is that what he learns? I don't know. What is the moral? Who cares? (laughs) The moral of this, insofar as one exists, is... Fathers should not so show interest in their sons' lives. <laughs> That's just objectively demonstrated. Mayor White's downfall is due to the fact he cared about his son. I guess that was also Phil's downfall when he cared about th- what Doug thought of him. In the yeah, yeah. Doug won for his birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, just, it, you should exist totally, your father should exist as a vast impersonal figure <laughs> working on his own designs. Any interest he shows in you will only doom him. Look to the wonderful example of Mr. Valentine. When's the last time he showed any interest in his son's life? And look how good that's going. Yeah, well, he showed interest. Remember, he looked for Skeeter when Skeeter went missing, which is something that Doug's dad would never do. He did go looking for Skeeter, but on the other hand, he did tell him, we're moving, son. And then only three days later say, uh, by which I mean we're throwing you in the basement now. (laughs) Yeah, son. Real cool. God, all right. So I guess this one just has that as the moral is. Also, don't don't trust politicians, but who cares? Right. Politicians are bad and also don't care about your kids' aspirations. Duh, vote libertarian. (laughs) Duh, reenact the gold standard. Duh, get rid of the Civil Rights Act. God, parody. Eh, that's an actual official libertarian tentpole. Yeah, I know. I meant to make sure that people listening to this podcast didn't think that that was our our stance. And given that the slave <laughs> episode was written by the same guy, it may also be the author's stance. Oh my god, all right, we're cutting this here. We're cutting this here before I have to cut anything else from the end of this episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Duh, tune in next week. <laughs> Where's the episode about the Second Amendment? <laughs>